Masturbation Takes a Holiday. The guy had a starring role in the film called Cream Pie Apocalypse. I don't think I've ever heard a fish song. Hello and welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm the host. Episode 242 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm playing Hurt. Fucked up my neck at the gym. And I don't want to hear from anybody about the time I fucked up my wrists at the gym. This is a different thing. This one's on me. Um, but I'm in a lot of pain. And so I've, I've augmented my reality in an effort to help my physical, how I feel. And uh, so if I sound even dumb, and it's already starting, I can tell. If I sound even dumber than I normally do on the show, that's my excuse. Uh, Thank you very much for joining the show. Thank you for being a part of our world. Thank you especially to people like LZ, not in the bras, not in the bras, who wrote on iTunes, I mostly kind of like these guys. Five stars. I love the dope conversations about nothing and how the influences of nothing mean so much to my future. I try like hell to get friends onto this, but to be honest, they are not worthy. If you are reading this, you are worthy. Hashtag fact. Well, thank you, I think, LZ. I'm not... I mean, I like the five stars. No, I don't 100% understand the review, but that's okay. You did something, and that I appreciate. Another one. Greatness in a sea of podcast mediocrity. I totally agree with that. This is from Umpire Doug. Brian, Ed, and Fancy give us a weekly dose of humorous observations and irreverent commentary that makes this an oasis of greatness in a desert of podcast suckitude. Has something for everyone. Also a five-star review. Thank you for that, Umpire Doug. Uh, Feel free, if you're listening to the show, to go to iTunes and leave us a review. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Leave us a five-star review. It would very much be appreciated. I noticed that a couple more one-stars have snuck in there. We're up to four one-star reviews on iTunes. So whatever you could do to balance that out would be great. Um, Joining us now, as always, he's the co-host. His name is Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Uh, I'm doing a little worse. You, you said we're adding more one-star reviews? Yeah, we've got four one-star. At first it was, I think the guy that we beefed with, the guy that said we were too political, I think he was a two-star guy. <laughs> and then we he downgraded us? No, no, I think, <laughs> so we have one two-star. We have 133 five-star reviews, which is pretty sad considering that Many, many, many times more people than that listen every week. Um, and then we have one two-star review, who's the guy that didn't like that we got too political. And then we have four one-star reviews from guys that don't put their name on it and just want to be fucking assholes. So fuck you guys. And you nice people out there that are entertained by what we do, 
go ahead and leave a five-star review to counteract those one stars. Yeah. That's where we're at. And we have zero four stars and three stars, which is kind of, imagine if you had all three-star reviews. That would be a bummer. I don't want to be in the middle of the road. Yeah, I was trying to find the one guy. This was a year ago. Solid podcast every week was my initial review. Was team current episode until the boys got political. What? That's that's the guy that we beefed with. We we talk about what's going on in the world, and then we're just not allowed to talk about certain things. Right. Well, if you disagree with them, if you disagree. (laughs) I I have a... uh, I have a political thing. I have a couple of political related things that really are just yes. funny or, yeah. or scary, depending on how you look at it. Uh, I was reading a story this morning about uh, they were interviewing people at Trump rallies and do they care when he lies? And I thought this quote from a woman, this is in Fort Myers. She goes, I don't care if he sprouts a third dick up there. Third? A third? Was it already reported Trump has two penises? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that's. I feel like that should have a, been mentioned. A third dick. And what does that even mean? You don't. I don't know. Care? It's kind of great. I, mean, though. I would I care like if it. anyone had three penises. I would, I would be intrigued. Um, well, here's here's a political thing that if it's uh, you know the 1930s in Europe, you'd probably be offended. But I'm just gonna bring it up. I uh, I was coming home from the airport Sunday night. And my Uber driver was just asking a lot of questions. Yeah, about what what kind of sex parties you want to go to and stuff. <laughs> like mine did that one time. He was talking about, yeah, you know, what do you do? What do you do? And I, I was like, well, you know, I said I just you know uh, submitted my book uh, for you know to a, a new round of publishers trying to get something there. And then he asked what it's about, and I was talking about history, and he goes, yeah, you know, I. Uh, I read uh, something interesting the other day that uh, Hitler was actually a pretty good guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was this article and said, you know, he's really nice to people. And I said, built a lot of roads. I said, well, where, where'd you read that? Like, I'm genuinely curious if there's an, a new angle, whether or not that makes him a good guy through history. I, I have my doubts. But I would be curious if there was like some take. He goes, "Oh, I read it on Facebook," <laughs> and so I was like, "Cool, <laughs> like right. we're good here. Like that's let's just uh, let's just leave it at that." And then, who's who's using their Facebook page to post? Hey, by the way, Hit, in retrospect, Hitler not a bad guy. <laughs> like, I, I don't who's know. Who's doing I mean, that? maybe the facts are still coming in. I thought we had enough time to figure it out. But yeah, the wisdom of years. But, yes. but, you know, he didn't say the Daily Stormer even. He just said Facebook like that was the origin of the source. Well, so- that always drives me crazy when people are like Facebook. I saw it on the Internet. You realize that this is the, like right. Facebook is a website on the Internet. That's that like links where you meet that other website. I met him on Earth. Oh, right. <laughs> Can you be I saw specific? it on the internet. Yeah, what is that? What does that mean? I heard it on a phone call. Oh, okay. Like, From fucking who? Because I, I would be genuinely curious to read whatever angle it was. And when he just said Facebook, I knew that this is time to stop. It's just time to stop everything. Yeah. Um, and so in the you know how like 
some Uber drivers and Lyft drivers just have like the sticker on their window and some have like a little light up thing. Yes. Well, in the back seat, I realized by my feet, there was like a little light up Lyft thing. Oh, but he was Ubering at the he was time. Ubering, And I yeah. said, do you need this? Because I was actually stepping on it. I didn't know what I was stepping on. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And he goes, well, I used to be on Lyft, but um, I got suspended. And I said, well, what do you... What were you suspended for? And this is while we were all like still taxiing to get out of the airport. Like this is a minute into the drive. This was, I went in reverse order. The the Nazi conversation happened like two minutes later. Right. <laughs> but he goes, he goes, uh, I got suspended because like they don't know how people drive around here, but they said I was driving too fast. And I don't know. I don't know how the rules are. Like, maybe they say you can't go more than five over the speed limit. I, I don't know. So, so I was like, okay, cool. And then I just, like, put the, the lift thing back down. And then as soon as the light turns green, it's like he's trying to take us back to 1955. Like, oh yeah, white knuckle driving. I mean, he got me home. The fact that I'm talking to you is good news. Because he got me home in a 20-minute drive. He got me home in like 11 minutes. But wow. it was crazy. He was just running reds, and he was he what, was insane. What type of vehicle? Sentra? Maybe a Sentra. Oh, really? Oh, man, that thing really had to work to get up to speed. Because it used to be in cabs. You take a cab. A cab was a fucking Crown Vic. It was a cop car. And they're yeah, fucking, they yeah, have big yeah, ass yeah. V8s in them. They go fast. Now, it was, if it wasn't a Sentra, it was something like that. Right. But, Corolla so right. in the subcompact category. But I mean, it was, it was definitely pedal to the metal behavior. And it was Sunday night at 10 30, 11 o'clock. So there was not, there was not going to be traffic, but he, he really pushed the rules. And, uh, and then we got to the, uh, the Nazi convo. And that, the Hitler part. That was uh, that was enough for me. I was I, I felt I felt like we were good at that point. It was any conversation was going to be bad for my life. Um, yeah, the, a lot of them are just real chatty, and I thought it was like out there that you're not supposed to chat. You're supposed to get an indicator from the rider as to whether or not they're interested in chatting, and if they're not chatting as I imagine you weren't and I never do, then you're not supposed to chat them up. It's that's like the rules of being a driver. Yeah. Um, I not, I, I dislike small talk. However, uh, I do in my more mature age, I try to engage if they're, if they're looking to talk because you know, or people. I, I feel like when somebody's doing a service for you, whether or not you're paying, I'm like, I don't want to treat yes. them like they're fucking robots. Oh, same, same here, same here. I'll ch- uh, no, I'll I'll chat. Like I'm not a di- I'm not like, hey, shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk. I'll chat if if I'm being chatted up, but I would prefer just a silent ride. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take. I'll take silent. I'll even take their shitty music. Yeah. You know. If they want to listen to that rather than chat with me, that's better. But I, I you know, I'll engage if they need to. Is but, um, but sometimes it turns into Hitler talk. 
Fancy Sauce was um, Fancy Sauce and I were in Palm Springs last weekend, and we went out to dinner, and uh, I got a couple of very chatty drivers, and it's always kind of weird when it's like a fifty-year-old Middle Eastern guy mm-hmm. who's just straight up popping, pumping loud top forty radio. Yes. Where it's like, whoa, is this, why am I listening to Drake and Camilla, Camila Cabello and all the, all the shit that like my daughter listens to? You're a 50 year old Middle Eastern dude. Like, is this the kind of music you listen to? It's a little shocking. Do you think they do that for the writer? Like, That's, they think that, that is we're what makes me uncomfortable that? because I don't want to get into a music discussion with anyone. No. However, I feel insulted that they think I'd be interested in that music. Yeah. Yeah, it hurts the feelings. Hey, here's another thing that I, I, I've just learned about, and I want to know if you're... Hold on a second. I think something happened to the board. I don't know if you heard that noise. Hold on. One of the mic cables might have come loose. I think we're good. Um, what I was going to say is, have you seen people talking about No Nut November? I saw one... You know, Instagram, like one of these sh- shitty aggregator accounts, somebody talking about it, and I didn't realize it was a thing or somebody specifically was doing it. I mean, why? Who's. Uh, yeah, what is it? It's apparently a thing. And so now I've just Googled it because I want to know what this is. Masturbation. This is from the Huffington Post. This is from the internet. Masturbation takes a holiday. No nut November. In the last few years, November has become a month when people give thanks while giving up solitary pleasures. That's because a number of people are using November as a month to cool their jets, so to speak, and not masturbate. The hands-off holiday is colloquially colloquially called No-Nut November when men and women vow not to masturbate for 30 days. It's not as hard as it might sound. Well, no shit. Participants actually are allowed three strikes, and sex with a partner is okay. Well, that's not very much. You're not really swearing much off. Like, that doesn't even count. So you you could jack off almost once a week. You could get laid once and jack off three times, and you still would come in under the wire for No Nut November. Um, like what's but, the point? But, I don't but, get it. But when 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 we, you talk about like a dry January, January, or yeah, you know, yeah, whatever the different thing, you're you're doing something for health reasons. Yeah, I, I would I would argue that no nut November is the opposite. You can't let you're going to be I've ornery. Tried, you're going to be a worse person. Yes, I've tried to explain this to certain people I know that if you if that stuff doesn't come out of you. Gotta, what happens? You got to get the poison up. out. Yeah, it backs up, it backs up into your brain, oh. and you start. This is just good science. It backs up into your brain, and you start having crazy thoughts. Yeah, you I, start thinking I, things you normally wouldn't. You got to get it out. I'm just edgier. I'm a worse version of myself. Yeah. So I don't. I don't support. I don't really know about no nut November. Maybe somebody in this, what um, Huffington Post article doesn't really explain its origins too well, although it says 
it uses the word my number one least favorite term for masturbation. Fap. Oh, the worst. The worst. I've never Apparently, I've never used it outside of like a story we've talked about. Like I've never yes, chosen no, no. to use that term. That's disgusting. Uh yeah. It's such a gross sounding word. I mean, we don't need to come up with new words for wanking it at this um stage. I will say, not that I am saying much more than jerking off or something like that. But I can I can find the humor in a colloquialism. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, when somebody, not that, you know, when like it's, Oh, you know, taking all one eye, you know, there's, there's like, you know, corny sayings. I can find them funny, but I wouldn't use it for myself. But fap is, is just terrible. It's disgusting. Disgusting. It's horrible. Hate it. Uh, is there anything else? Anybody that's got any, knowledge on the whole no nut november or if you're participating i'd like to know if you're participating in this and and i would like to hear your rationale yeah, so yeah. what what send is us what email. is this a good idea what makes this a good idea yeah uh, i will say one last thing i was in yes. georgia this weekend and mm-hmm. trying to watch football i mean christ i'm not in a, a battleground state i mean not even on a local level there's, it's just decided where I, I'm living in the area where I agree with the politicians. But every every goddamn commercial break, watching a football game, you're going to have what fifteen commercial breaks, twenty commercial breaks. It's a lot. Every it's a lot. one is a political ad. I, I feel it's for all of you in 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 battleground states because it's awful. It's a lot. It's a lot of money that it takes to get elected, and it's just I was having a discussion with uh with fancy sauce yesterday and she's like oh we're talking about the local sheriff our the orange county sheriff department mm-hmm. has is scandal plagued mm. so much Arpaio so much Jr. yeah similar they were using they were using jail they were incentivizing jailhouse snitches illegally mm. to the point where they're they lost some slam dunk death penalty cases because of the of the using of the snitches. Isn't That's that not like staircase? Didn't they just fuck it up because they tried to go too deep on it? I think so, yes. So but the point is is she's like, hey this this guy this one guy's running for um sheriff versus this other guy. And I go, oh yeah he's not gonna win. And she's like, "Oh, how do you know?" I go, "Because I haven't seen one sign with his name on it." <laughs> like he's not the guy with the most signs is going to win. And if there's a, if you got a lot of people out there putting fucking signs up with your name on it, the most fucking signs you see are going to win because people get in. And I'm not talking about for president of the United States or the big offices. I'm talking down ballot people. Right. You're voting for your local fucking water board. You get in the you get in the booth or you get your your absentee ballot, like I get, and you're get, you mark you people color in the name of the person they saw the sign of. It's just <laughs> that's psychology. That's how it works. So that's what that the all those ads they serve a purpose. They 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 make you aware of the person, and even if you're not necessarily aware of their politics, you're going. More likely than not, 
the person with the most brand awareness is going to get elected. And that's just how it works. Yep. That's, yeah. that's the way it goes. Speak, speaking of brand awareness, mm-hmm. voicemailer Manuel was very prolific again this week. There's many minutes of his calls here. And I, I feel like I just got to like pick one and double it up. Right. Yeah. I'm just, well, I'm just going to just start playing the first one. Cause I feel like they just all kind of add on. I haven't listened he, to him, but his, yeah. his voicemails sometimes are just addendums to the first. Well, right. I think the voicemail must cut off at three minutes. But cause the first one's always three minutes. Hmm. Which is a long time to talk. Right. Then Aside again, from this podcast, I never, I never, I mean, even on this podcast, I don't talk more talk than three, three minutes, minutes straight. No, it's very, imagine, like, remember when you have to get up and make a speech, Ugh. you know, and it was like a five minute speech in speech class. Hard. Like, that's really hard to do. Um, so I don't know. Let's, let's see what he has to say. I feel he's taking a lot of heat on the show. He's very polarizing. He's a nice guy. Let's see. Yeah, what he, let's sure. see what he's got to say this week, Manuel. Oh, computer's a little slow. That's what I plan on doing, Toots. Yeah. Oh so- no! Hold on. It started with three. Hold on. Hold on. That was spoiler alert. That was his third one. <laughs> let's go back to. Let's go back to the first one. Is where I meant to be. Oh, hey, hon. Thanks for taking the message. Huh? Uh, I'll get your number later. Bride, bride, Bex. Easy N word daily. Just just off the bat, seems like a little bit more subdued energy from Manuel. Are you noticing that? Yeah, we might be getting the call after something happened. He he might have been. He might still be reeling from the Manuel and Gardena song. Oh, which I've lost somehow. Oh, it's not on. Big win for big win for Manuel because I can't I don't have it handy to me. Okay, let's see what he has to say. Better known as the microphone pimping, big baller, shot caller, get your holler, get your dollar, microphone pimping podcast. Oh man, so you know I'm about to get long winded. I ain't got shit better to do. Uh, anyhow. Long day at work, uh, just home, unwinding with a little bit of doobage, you know, a little Mary Jane, a little bit of uh, herbals. I will, I will say this. I respect, we're talking about FAP. Mm-hmm. I'm disgusted that I've even said it again. I like that Manuel goes with the old school terminology, doobage. Yeah. It, I mean, it no, reminds I'm me never of the great What's Happening episode when Rerun had to bootleg a Doobie Brothers concert. Uh, which Doobie you be? Which Doobie you be? The yeah. best. Yeah, that's the that's the quintessential episode of What's Happening. Because you get a lot of Rerun dance, then the tape recorder falls out of the concert. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot going on in that episode. That's right. He's right there up the front. Yeah. Apparently that was a big thing back in the day like illegally recording concerts yeah i i back in the day i bought like a bootleg concert i don't remember it being in somebody's trench coat it seemed less muffled yeah but i definitely bought a bootleg oh concert yeah oh yeah i had tape. tons i have tons now but it's more they're more openly traded these days yeah 
And um, first off, got to give a shout out to my man, uh, Kyle and Scotty, Wisco from Green Bay to Gardena. Okay. We're down all with right. the ballers all day. Felony and misdemeanors, whatever's okay. on. Right. West Coast and Olive Branch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, but, Ky- no, Kyle had his back, remember? Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot. So he's Because I knew he's Kyle came out. in hot, but he was coming right. in hot against somebody. Yeah, I mean. Against Brad in New York, who made. I love I the, love when our peeps get together. Love Kyle. Oh, I like it, too. Yeah, they, t- yeah, they team up. Yeah, I like that, too. guys. Yeah, I think a lot of them like know each other and hang out on Twitter and stuff. I see a lot of chatting. Yeah, yeah, man, I appreciate you, Sam. Don't trip, man. I have come to grips with uh, all these trolls, you know, doing their little Swifty parodies on me. And uh, it's all good, man. You know what? It's good for the show. I know Bride Bry and uh, Edward get a kick out of it. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? I'll be the show's fodder. Right. I got big balls like that. Yeah. You know how it is, Kyle. I could. I know that you. You know. Get down. You. You got. You the got. Uh, kicking in. Huh? You know, sack. Yeah. He's like going slower. In the hood. Yeah. Uh, he's and I meaning, and I don't, you don't take no shit. I don't mean to. I don't mean I would never denigrate Manuel. I think he's a great guy. I feel like he could have shared this with Kyle personally. Right. Didn't need, you know when necess- like you go to a, a yeah. parent meeting, like a back to school night, and then one parent starts asking very specific to their kids questions. You're like, you could yes. have taken this offline, yeah. you know? Yeah, or yeah, or like in you're in a big lecture hall, and the uh, and the professor's like, okay, well, if there's no questions, that'll be it, and you're like, fuck, we're getting out 15 minutes early, right. and all of a sudden, some chick. Couple sections over, throws that hand up and asks some question that every about a concept that everyone else in the class understands. Yeah, that's what office hours are for. Yep, you go during office hours. You don't do it on our time. You do it on your time. Agreed. Also, o- office hours. If you're at college age, I cannot recommend enough that you go make a relationship with every single professor, do a little time in office hours. I did an office hour, and I truly believe I bumped up a full letter grade just by showing up. Yep. You go in there. You just say hi. You just go, hey, you were talking about – you just pick a random thing. Go, hey, you were talking about this the other day, and just ask one question. You do it one time a semester. Then you're a known commodity to that person. You're not a faceless fucking asshole that he's putting a D down for. He's giving you a C or a B. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Always do those office hours, especially if you're a chick. You just dish it out when it comes upon you. We don't start, we finish. Yeah, okay. Now, um, you, you're still just getting started. Cats, uh, the New York haters, the numbnuts, uh, the Houston uh, haters as well. I ain't got no time for him, man. Okay. So he's, we're two he, minutes in. And, and he doesn't have time for something. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's getting to his point here. Two minutes. He's a lot of hellos, a lot of shout outs. Yeah. And now he's made it past the third turn down the stretch. Right. They come. Let's, let's bring it home, Bob. This, yes. 
we're we're into the rising action portion of the plot. That's not why I called. Oh. Why I called yep. is, uh, you know, the pizza thing, the pizza monster thing. I oh, hold on, hold please on. don't tell me you eat pizza backwards, Manuel. I recall this from last week. We had a uh, we had a Canadian listener chopping wood over, with his buddy. Went over to a wood chop with his buddies uh, at his buddy's house, chopped the wood, and afterwards they were having some doobage and some beer and some pizza. And his buddy went for a he reverse eat crust first no pizza slicing. No, no good. So. Manuel's reflecting on that, which I welcome. I, I, he's, I now he's talking about shit that happened on the show. Okay, let's see. Definitely team pizza only, you know, maybe some cheese on it, some crushed peppers, jalapenos, yeah, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Uh, as far as dipping, I don't swing with the ranch. I'm not a big ranch guy. Good for you. Uh, I prefer, if I'm going to dip my pizza in anything, it's Italian sauce, classic Italian sauce. Oh, oh like red uh, sauce, he means. Uh, mine, I grew up Not with, my thing, uh, but I, that's hat, okay. And his yeah. uh, family's from Sicily, so I think that uh, his opinion's all right. But other than that, dipping uh, pizza, not really the way to go. Yeah. Um, Uh-oh. Crust first. Uh-oh. Really, uh oh Major problem now, Ed. He timed. He timed out, and it's, now I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of interested week. in where next he's. Next week. No, no, because he's gonna call again. No, next call week. Again. Leave the suspense. That'd be amazing. We could have okay. people weighing in. Does Manuel eat it the right way or the wrong All way? Right. And there is a right and wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. The thing is, this stuff, this stuff's gonna pile up. So it's okay, Manuel. This is great. This leave- is you. You. You pray for this. Soap operas. Yeah. That's what they run on. It's true. Suspense it's what, from Friday to it's Monday. What's what we call a tease. So let's let's check it. Check in with us next oh, week, man. episode well, two forty three. I hope you don't go the wrong way here. Does Manuel go reverse? No, Does he go back to no. front on the pizza? Okay. Um, uh, okay. I also want to yes. point out real quick. Oh yeah. Uh, Patreon bonus content. Oh, how'd you do on that? I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't listen. You didn't take my packed twelve after dark. Yeah, well, advice or my or my Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, advice. I so I was out to dinner with buddies, not like a crazy night. Yeah, but still so num- number one fan of the show, Sarah Demac no, involved. No, these are these are buddies in the south. Um, oh, oh, southern buddies. Um, great dudes. Pretty sure they've never yeah. listened. Um, oh, like everyone I've ever met. Yeah. Okay, go on. Uh-huh. Um. But I remembered Friday night, like, shit, I forgot to do my Patreon picks, and it was, you know, like, midnight after a night out of, like, dinner and drinks, and because I'm so appreciative of of uh, our paying listeners. Yeah, you're, you're a better man than me. Go on. I came through, and... First game of the day, it's the one I, I went two and one. The first game of the day, which you posted like ten minutes into the game, so you wouldn't have bet them anyway. Yeah. I lost that one and then I won the it, two you would have. But did that on purpose. <laughs> so anyway, I went two and one, which brings me to like seven and four 
on the ads. What, 60, low 60, 63%, something like yeah, that? Yeah, you're killing it. But you're the one it. I was you're wrong. Making, you're getting people paid. Well, the yeah. one I was wrong, I'm kind of happy to be wrong. I thought Urban Meyer would have a big showing, and he had another pretty sad showing. So it's, it's always good. Myers. He's, he's, he's going to have the fake heart attack soon. He's definitely not sticking around. Well, USC is going to be looking for a coach, and everybody's talking about how there's, they can't fuck around this time. They're going to need a name. And and Irving Myers is probably going to be looking for a place to go, so um, look for that possibility. And what, I don't remember exactly. I know one of my picks was Bama. I'm, I'm telling you, they're not – like just for yourself, this is a bonus for everyone. You they, get paid every week. They're not, they're not getting challenged. Right. Like LSU is not that good. They just, you know, they be, they play yeah. hard and they're able to win a couple games. Georgia really sucked in the game in Baton Rouge, and that's what like everybody thought. All right, this is the team to challenge them. No, Georgia has way more talent. I don't think they'll challenge Bama at all in the SEC championship game. But like, just ride right. Bama. Bama. What about what was that line? That line was two touchdowns, and Bama struggled I'm, to a. Uh, what was the yeah, final? They won twenty nine to nothing. Yeah, they struggled to a twenty nine to nothing. Like they did not yeah. look great. They shut them out. <laughs> it was just like death by a thousand cuts kind of game. Yeah, I mean there was one big two a run, but ultimately, like they just ride them. They're they're definitely going to just kick ass the rest of the year, uh, unless they lose to Auburn, which they do. Even <laughs> yeah, they screw up Auburn's, Auburn's, Auburn's kind of butt this year. Yeah. yeah, well, good for you. Good for you for nailing that. And I didn't. I was out at a show on Friday night, and then I, as I do every week, I'd forgotten about it. And then I got up s- Saturday morning. I'm doing a new thing, and it's really worked out great for me. Mm-hmm. I, when I wake up, oh, by the way, fuck daylight savings, or now I guess, or daylight saving. Now we're out of daylight. We had to, we had to set our clocks back. We fell back because daylight saving ended. And now it's dark at four thirty, and I want to kill myself. I don't. But beyond, I don't even yeah. like care that much it, it, with yeah. the the darkness or whatever. To me, it's why. What? What's the point? It's we, for we, the farmers. Yeah, but we can't cater to farmers anymore. Not anymore. We're well, not, I don't think they need it anymore. That farming's automated. We're not an agricultural nation anymore. Now, no. I I agree. We need we need crops and everything, but that's yeah. just not. That's not our country's bailiwick. We can't be taking our marching orders from farmers. All grown here in all the all the crops are grown here in the San Joaquin Valley, Central California, and we have a, a in our proposition system, we have a proposition on the ballot to adopt year-round daylight savings, daylight saving, in which case we're going to be it's going to be us, California, Hawaii, Arizona, and I believe just like a a sliver of Indiana that does not save or that always saves daylight. And eventually, as as we do with everything, California is going to lead the be in the vanguard, and everybody's going to fall in the line. We're going to adopt this daylight saving thing tonight. By the time you listen to this, it'll have already passed. And then everyone's going to have to fall in line with the daylight saving. Because as goes California, so goes the world. Yes. I agree with that. What were we talking about before that? 
Mm. I've lost it because I'm you on. You got the Manuel teaser. I'm on pharmaceuticals. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a voicemail. Email ballers. Email? Oh, we we're talking about no, we we're talking about um. No, you said you're gonna read a voicemail, so I just wanted. To no, know. I know, no, I know, but then I remembered that we were talking about we're talking about the picks. Oh yeah. So I I was out, and then I and. So I didn't get to it that night. I'm like, oh, he forgot. So I'm good. And then the next morning I saw you had emailed him to me, but I'm doing a new thing where I sleep late as fuck because I wake up in the morning when this, when the light comes in the room and I'm like, and that's usually like around six 30 or seven. And I'm like, oh, and usually I just get up and go make coffee. But now I put my eye mask on at seven o'clock and I got one of these real like secure eye masks and I put that fucking thing on and I go right back to sleep. And sometimes I'll sleep till almost 10 a.m. Now, I've never, I, I haven't tried it much, but the only times I've tried it on a plane, I don't dig the feeling of an eye mask. I don't know. You got to get used to it. You got to get used to it. And what happens is I put it on when I go to bed because the person in my bed with me is reading a book, usually a Kindle. Mm. And so there's light in the room. So I put on the eye mask, but then at some point during the night, it, it, it like rises up onto my forehead, like, like Hulk Hogan's do rag. <laughs> and then, so then I fling it off onto the floor, but then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Oh, I should just get up. And then I go, no, wait, I got that eye mask and I put it on and I got this real like secure one. It's not one of these shitty ones that they give you on the plane. It's, it really blacks everything out. I put that fucker on and Boom, I fall back asleep and I think it's night. I'm uh, my circadian rhythms are just like, no, it's dark, you got to stay asleep. So that's why I wake up too late. That's why I keep telling you back 12 after dark. Hawaii. Well, pick those I, games, I'll always be on time. I literally got got back to my room and just clicked on the the lines and was just kind of perusing the page. I hadn't really thought it through. So, you're crushing. And Looking for another guest prognosticator for our, uh, um, amongst our Patreon listeners. If you got, if you like some picks, email them to me, or you can leave me a voicemail nine four nine four six four TBLS, and I'll throw you, I'll throw your picks in there in the uh, in the Patreon picks this week. patreoncom lifestyle. Email ballers. I'm going to try and not be gross, but I need some advice. Mm-hmm. I work in a department that is 95% female mm. and the staff bathrooms are not divided between male and fam- female. Oof. That sucks. That really yeah. sucks because it's a real tough one because you just, there are just some moments that you don't want to have. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to have. Right. Well, I assume these are like s- single stall so it's not like some broads in there blowing it out while you're no but i mean drying what, your hands no matter what you do courtesy flesh wise yeah or you follow somebody that wasn't courtesy flushing yeah guess who they're blaming they're not blaming the female and it's not you need to monitor it you need a you need to make sure things have aired out if someone's been in there mm-hmm. if it's a single stall mm-hmm. someone's been in there before you um, but you know what chicks will do? They'll go in there. And if it's like, if it is a multiple stall thing, they'll just hang out in there and they won't, they won't let it go until it's been completely cleared out, which is, 
It's not, not the ideal situation. The state of the bathrooms are absolutely 100% disgusting, even though they are cleaned twice during the workday. I'm not going to go into details because nobody is team hashtag poop talk, (laughs) but there are days I simply can't use them and make my way to the visitors bathrooms. Well, you've just, you've just solved your own problem right there. I'm not going to be that guy that sends an email to remind people to not be so disgusting, but do I send an email to advise people to see a gastroenterologist? (laughs) Eat more fiber? Something has to give here. Keep it baller from our good friend Ben906. I'll be honest. I've heard from many women that the women's public restrooms in lots of places are just as, if not more, disgusting than the guys. Um, I can tell you my my limited experience is when I first start wor- started working at a bar in college, low man on the totem pole for the first month or so, you get bathroom duty at the end of the night. And the women's room was always the lowest priority. That was the, the worst. Now, a big yeah. part of that was the, um, I think there was way more vomit in the women's room. Yeah. But just yeah. overall, they, there, was, there was much less pride. Yeah. And they'll hover. See, they don't like to. They don't like to put their ass on the seat. So they'll hover. And when you're hovering, I mean, you just can't control what's coming out of you. It goes places. Mm-hmm. My 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 advice to Ben would be, keep using that visitor restroom. Always, always, always. When you work in an office, you're looking for a safe haven. And oftentimes, you can't. You there isn't a safe haven. So you're looking for the least troublesome place to go I used where to whatever's floors. the least worst. Yeah. I used oh yeah. To, I would do that. I used to go to a different floor because the people I worked with were mostly disgusting. Yes. And I would find like the accounting floor or whoever, yes. you know, somebody like that, the meek people. That's, that's where you go. Sometimes you go to like marketing where it's mostly chicks and there, but there's a men's and ladies room on that floor. Yeah. And then you you hit the men's and oh yeah, it's nobody in there. Also, try to try to reset your body clock. Right. Do it at a different time. Do it before you leave for work. Do it when you get home. Like, but some of the pitfalls still do the Wim Hof method. Because even if you're just going to piss, if somebody has fouled it right before you, it's it's problematic. I'll I will. There's no shame in my game. I'll throw the shirt. Right, I'll undo the top button and I'll throw that shirt right over my nose and mouth before I go in there. And I don't care who sees me, but I don't I don't want to be stung with any odors. So I'll just go in there. I'll keep the shirt completely covering the nose and mouth the entire time or I'll just go with the breath hold. Nice long deep deep breath before I walk in and I go in there. Yeah, it's, piss, it's a wash my hands real quick. Get the fuck out. And <laughs> Not that, not that you should be chewing gum, but never ever chew gum before going into no. a restroom because you'll, you'll, the tastes well, will start mixing. Yeah. Well, and it'll, if you have gum in your mouth, it'll absorb 
the particulates in the air. Yeah, that's I'm just saying. I've I've made that mistake 20 years ago yeah. and it's yeah. the, maybe the grossest moment of my life. There's little there's little fecal particulates in the air when you're inhaling that. It's like you're smelling it's that. Like when, you're, you're inhaling the particulates. Yeah, it's like when you saw that Geraldo tweeted picture of his his uh shirtless body. Yeah, you can't unsee it. Yeah. I don't see that. I get it. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, speaking of routes, yeah. I gotta say, this, there's a big hockey game that I saw. This uh, this lineup. We'll try to move quick. This is this is an all time lineup of headlines. Uh, let's start with sports. A forty one to nothing hockey route between eight year olds raises eyebrows. Um. I mean, fuck, we've talked so seems, much about parents being assholes. High. Seems a little high. I mean, I, I fi- figure once you get it up to like seven to nothing, right? you could be like, hey, guys, let's not – let's work on our passing. And even if you – Just don't try to score. Even if one of the kids is on the other team is a dick or two of them. Yeah. Not all of them. So you're really – just there's no need to be humiliating people like that. And eight-year-olds? No. No, I mean, I've yeah. got an eight-year-old, but we've yeah. we both had eight-year-olds. Like, there's no need for that bullshit to an eight-year-old. Um, you want to do it to in- you want to do it to somebody like Ted Cruz? Fine, but an eight-year-old, they don't know better. Is this was this in Minnesota? Or it was, was it was the, Canada, the Great was, White North. Yeah, yeah, it was some yeah. Canadian yeah. area province. But like, come on, yeah, come, come on, on, guys. Bunny hugs. Um, we'll we'll keep keep it in the uh, youth sports prep school. Coach, I believe this is a basketball prep school. Doesn't mm. regret saying, "I'm gonna fuck you in your ass" to a player he also called retarded. Wow, that's that's one of the prep school implies it costs money to go there. Well, so you're like, and I think he was oh. doing it with like maybe foreign imported guys. He's oh, you know this is, is it- this is like a factory. But, I mean, right, like a like a Kevin Garnett Admiral Farragut Academy or whatever. Yeah, but but guess yeah. what, buddy? You can try to do right by these people. Yeah, or you can just be a shithead in his stepping stone and where he wants to go. But like, you're not that. You're not. You're not the end destination for some guy you to can... just be just berating some guy because what he didn't set a pick properly. I mean, just just if the guy's not being a good listener. Doc is playing time, but yeah, or or yell at him, but be more creative yeah, about. I'm gonna, it. Fuck, I'm gonna you fuck you in your, you ass. In your hey, ass. buddy, that's that's your own kind of leanings. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got your own deal there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've gotten mm-hmm. mad at people, gotten pretty steamed. Never said that. Never no. once. No, me either. Uh, we'll stay on the ass region. Derek Lewis says he eats his wife ass, wife's ass before every MMA fight. Um, does this, does this sound like the kind of guy that would do that? I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I never get sick of that. I understand. Mm -hmm. Um, every, I, I believe Derek Lewis lost to the champ, um, Daniel Cormier this weekend. Yeah. So I don't, maybe, maybe this is like Wade Boggs chicken. 
His wife's ass is like yeah, maybe like Wade Boggs. He ate like chicken if this was an SAT question, uh, Wade Boggs is to chicken as Derek Lewis is to his wife's caboose. Right? Maybe it's maybe it's just good luck. Like some people just they eat ass like before they play go play. Oh, this is you're saying this, holes this in is the like Dumbo's Denver feather. Area. Like it might not mean anything. Yeah. It's just. What what he feels he needs. That's fine. Got it. Yeah. Good for you. Needs to eat. Well, it m- might calm him down. And congrats to your wife. Yeah. And hey, she doesn't mind. You know, sure. she's got, he's taking care of business back there. Good for them. He's got a clean salad back there. Um, back to hockey. Ottawa Senators players caught on video talking shit about their own team and coach during an Uber ride. Now, you know, Uber drivers, I, I, I've already talked on. about how I don't like Nazi leanings, but I mean, you're recording that you can't just have a conversation inside of, I don't know, are you expecting the Uber rider yeah. to be recording you? I, I mean, I get why they have the camera situation in there a couple years ago. Yes. Locally. If there's assaults or any yeah. of that, like body cam, you, you just need it yeah. on. However... You don't fuck somebody over. This is like this. It's this is like revenge porn. Because no different. Because everybody bitches about their workplace. Yeah. These guys are no, no different. different. So, yeah, agreed. Kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, this weekend was the Breeders' Cup, which I went to once, and it was a lot of fun. Was it the? Is it the Breeders' Cup? Oh, Breeders' Cup's not one of the three. No, no, no. There's crowns. the three, and then I think sort of the end of the season. Breeders' Cup is something else. I went when it was at Santa Ana, which is a beautiful racetrack. Santa Anita. Santa Anita, right. Yeah. We'll see. But they have it there, too. Like, isn't there – there's a Breeders' Cup and there's a Breeders' Cup Classic. Oh, I thought They need more names for these things. I didn't know there was two of them. But anyway. Santa Anita is a gorgeous track. You should – you should try to make it down to Del Mar, also very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Well, a Kentucky man was arrested this weekend – for drunkenly trying to ride a horse onto the track during the Breeders' Cup. Wow. Um, it's kind of heroic. But also, he could have got killed. Yeah, I, went, I was at the Preakness, I want to say, around 2000. And a yeah, guy... That's the, one in, that's the one in Maryland, yeah, right? Yeah, and it was when I was out of college, but I knew some guys in college. Um, and I, I think it was... Midway through the day, like fifth race, guy ran onto the track and tried to pull a mongo and punch one of the horses. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think he was injured. Wow. Yeah, people get blitzed. People get yeah. so hammered at horse racing. Um, let's finish up with a couple of, uh, a couple of stories about the Raiders. Now, first of all, they've they've just been getting embarrassed left and right and trading off their good players. Uh, John Gruden insists players are dying to be a part of this team. I find that hard to believe. In this day and age, we we have pretty good connections with players. I don't I don't think anyone believes that. No, I mean, first and foremost, the most important thing to any player in the NFL is to get paid. Like right. that's the number one thing they want to do is get the most possible money. Okay. And then yep. the fact that the big ticket items, Khalil Mack 
was yeah. deserving gave of getting paid and what happened. Yeah, gave him Punted. away. And they talk about shit like that. They go, oh, hold up. Because they, you know, and it's like different people's turn. Like, okay, I get it. Like, it's this guy got drafted the year before me. He's coming up. So it's his turn to get paid. But I see they took care of him. So when I come up next year, it's going to be my turn to get paid. And they, they know. And all of a sudden, if they say, if they see, if they see that their buddy who's kicked ass when his turn comes up, they send him out of town. They start going, Oh, what the fuck? Like, I'm not, they're not going to take care of me either. Right. Like I want the fuck out of here. I don't feel like anybody's in a real hurry to go to Oakland. Also, there's, they're, they don't even know where they're going to play next year. They, they're talking about playing in San Diego. Yeah. You know, when you're in a hotel and you just put on yeah. ESPN, like, I don't watch ESPN randomly. Always. So yeah. I just put it on. And so there's Same. just all these talking heads. And one guy made a good point. Or maybe this is one of the other channels, like the Dan Patrick show or something. something. Right. But a guy yeah. said, all the Oakland residents are thinking, well, why the fuck should I bother buying tickets? And they said, we're bringing in Gruden and he's going to play for a championship. Yeah. So at least they gave you, they just dangled something and he's totally just playing for Vegas. Just they're trying yeah. to be as shitty as possible so they can have the right assets for Vegas, which I don't believe is a great strategy, but. Right. He, but also they're not the, going to be competitive while they're he in wants to he wants to put his stamp on it he does he doesn't want to come in there and win that's the kind of guy this guy is yeah, he's terrible he doesn't want to come in there and win with guys that aren't his guys he wants to be able to remake the roster and so everyone gives him the credit when they win but i don't i don't foresee any winning happening soon no no charles woodson's not walking through that door no, he isn't. Rich Gannon. Um, right. But then let's go to a non-John Gruden era. Remember when they had the first pick and they they drafted Jamarcus Russell? Yeah, he, he was out of LSU. He was not real mobile. No, he had a, just an absolute cannon. Cannon. But he could but really he, throw he, down the field. You know, he just threw 50-50 balls. It wasn't so good. Al Davis liked to go vertical. Yeah, that right. was his thing. Let's go vertical. Go. He, that's why, like Jeff George, like yeah, and also he would do that with guys receivers, that throw just getting out. speed guys. Like yeah. there was a good John Jet. Well, there was a good Maryland receiver, Darius Hayward Bay, who people are thinking would make a nice second rounder, third rounder. He made him yeah. like the eighth pick. Yeah, didn't didn't have the greatest hands, no, Darius. He was just Hayward he was Bay. just a burner. Fast, yep. No one, no one saw that coming. No, everyone's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it was like well, the time we didn't have him on our board. Oh, he's eighth now, and of course, he it was like that time Isaiah Thomas was running the Knicks, right? And in the first round, he drafted. Don't tell me the guy's name. Well, there what it was, it was like Rolando Blackman. Oh, but it yes. was different. Yes, Ronaldo Blackman. Name? He was. A, yes, he was. Now, if you watched him, I remember watching him at South Carolina. He was a lunch pail guy. Which you tend to like those right, guys. A worker. You yeah. tend to like those guys on the college team. But yeah. when you've got a first round pick, we're not lunch pailing it. Right. We need a guy to pour in the points. And he's, yeah. And you got a guy that's not projected to be drafted at all. Right. You're taking him in the first round. Like lottery. I mean, yeah. Not, not a wise move. So anyway, Jamarcus Russell. Oh, yeah. He, he kind of got a feeling something just wasn't clicking. He wasn't reading defenses as well. Yeah. So the Raiders are like, geez, it's as if he's not studying game film. And then it comes out 
that one of one of their ex players said, Yeah, they started sending him blank tapes to see if he was watching the game film and he never mentioned anything. I I like that, <laughs> although I'm concerned that they were still using VCRs in the <laughs> Jamarcus Russell era. Yeah. Well, like, weren't these digital files? Yeah, like maybe but, they I get- mean, we've just spent some time talking about how Al Davis was behind the times. That's true. And he was cheap. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they don't, cause I imagine these days they would just hand him a loaded iPad and go here. Right. Like here's next week's everything's on here for next week. And you just look at it, but maybe, maybe it was Betamax or, um, or those. Yeah. VHS tapes. Right. For uh, Jamarcus, uh, but I do, I I do like that move. Like, hey, did you watch all that? And then you're, he's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, coach. That's shit I do with my son sometimes when I can tell he's full of shit. Yeah, you know, just bait him into a lie. Um, yeah, that's easy. They're so dumb. It's, Kids are it's so dumb. fun to get him. Just oh no, I actually know for a fact you're you're full of shit. Uh, all right, non sports. Here's where things get really interesting. Tennessee man smiles, says, "Let's rock!" before execution in electric chair. Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, he was probably an awful sweet. dude. I'm I'm assuming he went he wasn't a uh you know, false accusal, but yes. li- just because how can you sleep at night if you if we know they executed somebody who didn't deserve it? However, it's a pretty boss way to go out. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty surprised that the electric chair still exists, but then again, it is um Tennessee. Right. I do, I do believe that um, Utah, if they don't still, they did up until recently offer firing yes. squad as a method of execution. And actually, I would take it. Yeah, it's like the the most humane way to to do it. Like this electric chair is fucking brutal. The um, what the lethal the injection. Le- they fuck that up all the time. People survive those lethal and it's injections. Like, it's like you're suffocating for three minutes. Yes, and the gas chamber. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, whereas, uh, just a quick bullet to the head. Right. You don't know where it's coming from. You just yeah, just get popped. Same way you take down a steer on the farm. Yeah, I like, I would done definitely deal. take that. I would take that. I would take that, or even even the noose, the hangman's noose. Uh. That'd be kind of a, it's a quick too. one, but it would be quick. Yeah. Cause yeah. You'd, you'd snap your neck before strangling. Yeah. Um, now this is a convoluted one. I read the article. So a, a New Hampshire lawmaker got involved in the porn business and oh, a Simi Valley porn maker is suing uh-huh. that guy because he said he hit him after a movie scene didn't go so well. Okay. Now I haven't looked at this. But it's just just based on what I've heard from you so far. Well, the Simi Valley part makes perfect sense, right? But I'm getting a um, I'm getting a gay porn. Yeah, well, vibe. I mean, the, he had a, the guy had a starring role in the film called Cream Pie Apocalypse. Oh, that's super <laughs> gross. It sounds pretty. That's gay. super gross. Now I got to click on it here to see <laughs> see if if I recognize anybody. Um, I, but he invested I, I definitely five five thousand dollars to make tourism videos. That's that's what yeah. that's the excuse. Oh, according to so, him, so he went to Simi Valley like a porn guy. He's like, oh yeah, could could we make some 
tourism videos. Yeah, I'm sure that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially like I would like to view uh I, I would like to show off a like a really nice bakery. Let's call it cream pie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Uh wait. Uh, emails provided by the time uh, correspondence between uh Saporetto's Comcast email address and in quotes Roy Randall, which was the poor name, in which the two purportedly discussed name ideas for the film, including Last sperm on Earth and Armageddon sperm donor. Oh, these do, Arma- these do, Armageddon the, sperm donor sounds exciting. No, no, <laughs> for porn. If you're into gay porn, yeah, oh right, right, yeah. I mean, Armageddon I mean, just, just seems like it's semen everywhere. Everything sounds a little sperm heavy to me. Right, I, I'll but be that's honest. Gay porn, right? Those guys I don't al- fuck around. That's true. I almost never. Um, make it or i never use the section of the movie that's the ending part no, because that that would be gay yeah. right <laughs> well i'm no i'm not saying that i'm not saying that but i don't know i don't know when exactly no, I don't like, like the, i don't the, even like seeing men i know i know you don't like seeing balls or anything uh, they love that uh, apple bag cam yeah i don't like i don't like the 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 Finishing on the face. I don't, that's not for me. It's not for me in any way. I've never liked it. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it's around, but I wish they would stop. Yeah, I agree. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, let's, let's go to a more pleasant story. Uh, Man eating tiger crushed by tractor. Second killer cat lured to death with Calvin Klein cologne in India. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'm having a hard time buying this because I, I, I have I, heard also with like zoos and like when an animal escapes, cologne does play a role sometimes. Oh, because they have a strong sense of smell. Yeah. Um, I was I was putting on quite a bit of cologne uh, back in the middle 1990s, and I can I can tell you that it didn't lure any cat <laughs> to me. I was I was really attempting to you were looking lure, for that feline action. Yeah, I was attempting to lure much cat back then and cologne wasn't helping. I could tell you that much. Um okay. Well, you know, people are there are researchers in Antarctica, right? They're doing their thing. They're always there, yeah. It's a lonely existence. You you have to think. I think yeah, I saw it on 60 minutes and it just looked they got to be careful of the Polar bears. Wait, is this the? No, that's that's the Arctic. Antarctica is even more boring. Yeah, you There's ju- nothing down you, there. What you have is your own enter- entertainment. Uh, well, an Antarctic researcher allegedly stabbed a colleague who spoiled book endings. I think justified. Oh yeah, that's fucked. All you, you have. All is you books. have is. I mean, geez, if you can like spread it out over a few yeah. days. Oh, we'll see how this goes. And this is this is like any kind of movie. I'm remind any t- any kind of movie where people are isolated. I'm thinking of that movie. There was a movie in the late '80s, early '90s. It was Nicole Kidman and Sam Sam Neill, and they were on a boat with some other dude. And oh. the other dude turned out to to go crazy and was trying to yes, kill him. Yes. Anytime people are isolated, one person is going to go nuts. And oh, how about the abyss? They're way down at the bottom of the ocean. Before you know it, 
Michael Bean is losing his shit trying to fucking kill everybody. Dead calm. Like you got Yeah, that's it. Dead calm. Right. Um so like you're out there uh, you're out there in the Antarctic. That's the one at the bottom where the penguins are. Yeah. You got to be careful who you're with and you don't want to rock any boats because people are on edge and all you got are your fucking John Le Carre novels. Yeah, and, and you try to disappear into that and pretend you're not in yeah. Antarctica. You're around civilization. Yes, exactly. Fucker. Fuck him. What they should have uh, done is strip him to his underwear and say, all right, you're walking home. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Get the fuck out of here. Good luck. Yeah. Send send him out there with the with the uh, see if he could get a ride from a an orca or something. Now, if you're a baggage handler for American Airlines, I imagine that could be a tedious job for different reasons. But one baggage yeah. handler was uh, decided to take a few nips, I guess, and he got a little drunk, oh, and was, he fell asleep in the, the cargo like the bay. Greatest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, fell asleep yeah. in the cargo bay. Woke up in Chicago. So good. Okay. And also, that. and also, people are like, "What happened?" And he's like, "I was fucked up. I was drunk." Which, yeah, that's that's cool that he was just upfront about it. Well, but maybe it was something worse. Oh. Like maybe he was, you know, slamming heroin or something. Because if you're if you're real quick to volunteer the "I was drunk," because <laughs> you could just say, "Oh, I just I stayed up late." Um, studying the Torah the night before and yeah, I don't know what happened. I got, it looks so real- bad for you at your job that I got to think he's telling the truth. Yeah, no, I, I think he is telling the truth. Um, that, that this happened to a buddy of mine one time, one time my buddy, he was working for like a, this was in the time of the beanie babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, he's uh, rummaging through bags. He was no, but he was like working in the beanie baby industry. Like, like, delivering beanie babies or something and he was he was real hung over at work and uh he sat down in the break room and put his head down woke up and it was like four or five hours later wow huge like people were just like walking around i'm like what's going on i'm just not gonna name the guy not that he listens but he just he just like fell asleep right there and work at work and no one really like moved him or anything. They just kind of looked at him and uh, I don't think he lasted much longer at the at the Beanie Baby factory after that. Mm. Well, it's a, it's a bad career move. Yeah, it's it's not a good career move. Um, but here's here's somebody trying an interesting approach at his career. Uh, there was a Florida mayor in the Daytona area. He uh, has been accused of promising speed bumps in a cha- in exchange for sex. <laughs> so this woman are, are people asking for more speed bumps? Well, I I mean certain places, yeah, certain places. He's like, well, this is going to be a pay to play operation. You give me this, yeah. you give me some sex, and I'll give you the speed bump. And is it just me or have speed bumps gotten much more aggressive now? Now they have those like rubber, like bolt on speed bumps. Yeah. Like that's if you're in most a parking of structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're so aggressive. Like you cannot possibly go slow enough to make it an easy transition getting over that speed bump. Like we get it. They're painted. We're slowing down for them. All right. They don't, they don't have to be like act, come to an actual point. 
Let's calm down on the speed bumping. Now, I don't drive as much, um, yes. nearly as much. But I do wonder, people slow down to a, just a halt to get to a speed bump. For me, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just... You just go right over it? I, I don't go full speed, but I don't it's go... It's very uncomfortable. I don't go one mile an hour over it. Oh, I do. Really? I, I just feel that. like, you yeah. know, slow down to like a mm. six... No, oh now, just, no, it's bad just, for the suspension, and it's uncomfortable. But I've never no, like fucked up my this. car to the point like yeah. eh, I don't know. You're one of those guys, huh? Fucking real risk taker. No, but I don't go thirty. I just go like yeah. I don't know five, five, six. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's about right. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is these new ones, like five miles an hour, that's a real crunch. Yeah, you 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 almost can't. But I, get I it. just when I when the I wide, see somebody wide stopping ones, traffic. So yeah. his Corolla can go over at the slightest right. bit. Like, buddy, the car's not even that Just nice. Hit it. Just hit it. Right. Hit it like it's the Baja 500. <laughs> well, there was a woman who had sex with 20 ghosts, and now she's engaged to the spirit. Um, n- not shocked by that. Wait, Ed, are you still there? Yeah. Oh, something you, like, clipped out? I heard, a, I heard, like, a static. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's oh, so a buddy. I don't know if I can reveal this. I don't know if I, I have to like your buddy's fucking I'll have ghost. To, well, sort of. I have oh. to euphemize it. A buddy of mine is in a secret society of people oh, no. that they keep their um, they keep their themselves anonymous. In this group, and it's in and, and in this group of anonymous people, they all try, are trying to live a better life. Okay, okay. And they're, they're wor- they work with each other to help get themselves through their issues, which is great. And he, right? And he was telling me, you know, that show. There's a show where like people are like, I'm married to the Eiffel Tower. Yes. Yes. Well. In his secret society is somebody like that. Somebody that may or may not have been oh. on that show. But he's not in yeah. an anonymous ghost fucker group. No, he's okay. in just the regular. Okay. It's just the regular for group for people that are staying anonymous yeah, yeah, yeah. and trying to just help sort things out. And this person also is, but also this person is the Marion and is a known Marrier of inanimate objects. Now, do you think this woman is a ghost whore or unlucky in love? Like, do you think these ghosts just mm. just get what they get yeah. and then leave her? Or do you think well, she's just running through ghosts? No, yeah. She loves to fuck ghosts. But 20 and ghosts, like, like she's, she's, she's got, starting to throw it around. She's got, like, it's, people have tastes. Like, People like a certain type, like some guys, they don't, they only date Asian chicks, right? Like they're only into Asian chicks. That's their whole thing. Right. I only want to date Asian chicks. You can have all the white women. You can have all the black women, Mexican. Do you think she's exclusively, she's exclusively yeah. goes, cause she's yeah. 30. She, so I'm not saying yeah. 20 partners she, is a big deal, but like, no, and, She's she's not keeping any long term relationships. She's just fucking she, ghosts. 
she only fucks ghosts, which is the, which is her thing. And yeah, she fucked about 20 ghosts, which is a perfectly normal number of sex partners to have. No judgment there. Uh, until she found the right one. Like, you got to kiss a lot of frogs. Yeah, because at the bottom them, of this story, the right ghost. one of these great ones, there's a woman married to a train station. Right. I'm not saying that might not be the one, but it's one like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's it's going, let's it's going on. Let's take it over to mind. Scotland for our final story. Oh, that, that's where they have the good accent, the Scotland yeah, it's kind of Scottish accent. Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the most fun accent. It is fun. Uh, yeah. But I'll tell you, there's a 22 year old who's not having a lot of fun right now. Uh oh. He's in a coma, actually. Alcohol induced. Wow. See, oh, was it? Is it like a train spotting thing where he was he oh, was like slamming H? Smack? Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. He had a Begby. Yeah, Begby. That's right. Sick boy. Yeah. Um, Sick boy. Spud. Uh, Spud was the best. Well, he has uh, uh, an English bulldog named Biggie Smalls. And is he whenever he walks in the house? Is he like, "How you living, Biggie Smalls"? Because that's what I would do I, if I had course. an English bulldog. Of course. That. Yeah. So neighbors heard Biggie Smalls barking like 4 a.m. And they were a little concerned because it just didn't stop for a few hours. Yeah. Um, so they went to check on him. And uh, the 22-year-old apparently had uh, tried the peanut butter trick with peanut butter on his Ooh. genitals. Biggie Smalls was very excited by it and just bit the cock and balls off. Oh. Off? Well, it says ripped them off. So he went into a, yeah, ripped off man's penis and testicles. Um, And they're not known to be, uh, English bulldogs aren't necessarily known to be a very um, aggressive breed. No, but I mean, maybe he had a hankering for peanut butter. Um, Yeah, he would just really like, you know, you ever do that where you're like, getting like you're so hungry and you're like eating some popcorn or something. Yeah. And you're like accidentally bite your finger. You're just oh, like yeah. going, maybe it was like that, but this guy's dick and balls. Yeah. I just would never want to put myself in a scenario where my balls could be the thing accidentally bitten. Yeah. I'm like pretty careful with balls in general. Yeah. Like, I uh, try to keep them free from getting bitten off if I can. I mean, I'm uh, sure the ghosts would never do that. Maybe he should move from ghosts and from bulldogs to ghosts if he comes out of the coma. Although, if he does come out of the coma, um, yeah, what's he working with? Yeah, it's, <laughs> might be. I'd a rather tough, be dead. Yeah, I think. I think maybe like, he wants to check out. Would you want to live dickless unless they come out with that thing where you can, um, where you can get a surgery, where you can pick? And joining us now, it is that time. Our very own pop culture correspondent is in the house. We heard her in the background. She joins us now to tell us. Everything that's happening in the world of pop culture, of course, 
I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. How are you, Fancy? Hey, Kate. I mean, don't don't sound so excited. Very excited. Unfortunately, I'm dealing with a um, neck issue, and I'm in quite a bit of pain, but gutting it out for the show. Have you taken anything? Yeah, I took a um, narcotic. You did? Yes, because I'm in a lot of pain. I told you you should have gone and taken this care of this. Uh, well, I thought it would get better. It was starting to get better, and then it got it got better, and now it's worse again. Maybe I've slept on it wrong or something. Okay, I cannot be married to an invalid, so you, so you need to make this a priority. Yeah, I'll it'll probably be better tomorrow. That's what you said. Um, I've been icing it. Well, just be careful, because but, apparently there are ghosts on the prowl, so you don't want to get replaced, Brian. Also, maybe I should put some peanut butter on it mm. and see. What? See if that helps with anything. Um, a quick email before we get into the pop culture segment. Hey, Ed and Bry, B-R-I-G-H. Oh. Did, did either of you ever own a waterbed? I hear they are good for amorous activities. Please advise. Thanks, Johnny and Reno. Ed Daly, have you, have you ever owned a mm. waterbed? You know, I, I can't remember where. It was certainly not somebody like close yeah. in my life, but I remember being eight and seeing somebody having yeah. a water bed and be like, God damn, when I get older, I'm definitely having a water bed. <laughs> for sure. Getting for sure. Getting a water bed. Well, maybe I asked my I mom remember- first and she's like, you're not getting a water bed and thinking someday, someday this fucker's mine. I remember growing up in the divorce generation and everybody's single dad yeah. That I knew there'd be so like, much to be Hey, done. what are you doing this weekend? Going over to my dad's apartment. He's got a sick waterbed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh yeah. All, all single dads in the 1980s had a waterbed yep. straight up made for slaying. Kate McManus. Did waterbeds exist in the Southern hemisphere? I think in your so. Childhood. You don't recall. Um, when? I don't. Yeah. And you've certainly never owned a waterbed. Oh, hell no. Yeah. I think the first time I saw one might have been in this country. Yeah, in the States. Well, because what would happen is then eventually that um, the bachelor dad would get remarried and he would will down his cum-drenched waterbed to his oldest son. It's so gross. And then he, the son would lose his virginity on the waterbed. But I personally, I never had a waterbed, but I do recall... I- I just think it would be bad so that's for the basically back like it's not good for that helping their sons lose their v card um yeah well by i mean them vicariously yeah they and slay bed it was such a thing water beds were such a thing that you would have to sign if you rent an apartment or something you would have to sign because well, they leaked all this yeah time. you'd have to sign a water bed like i will thing. not have a, a water bed yeah, yeah like if dad was fucking too hard all of a sudden you've right. soaked your your neighbor's apartment you gotta you really gotta get the rolling of the uh you gotta get the rolling motion going to get a good rhythm in a waterbed you know you think you're like oh this is gonna be good because the bed's made of water i don't but think it's, it just sounds awful but it's got unless you know how to use the i don't think you'd be able to get any proper like purchase Oh no, you can. You got. You just got to. I mean, you just got to get. Have you ever you gotta get had your, sex in a water? You got to match your. I don't, think you I don't have. talk about stuff like this. 
You got to match your own rhythm to the rhythm of the rolling. You got to have some My rhythm, and a water. lot of people just have no rhythm, especially white guys. I, oh wow, wow! <laughs> Interesting. Um, I you know, speaking of rhythm. I feel like when I lost my virginity, the movie Boomerang was recently out. Oh, that's a, that's a good and movie. And I think he was ta- there was some talk Robin about Gibbons. about the rhythm and everything. And I remember the rhythm method. While, the rhythm is going to get while you. I was having Tonight. sex for the first time, <laughs> thinking I should try that technique, and then it was over. It was over so quick. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Yeah. That's the unfortunate part of it. Um. Here's another one. Manuel, Kyle, Billy, in quotes, and the show. Gentlemen in fancy, I have to weigh in on the latest developments on your prestigious podcast. Mm. Rambling Manuel, who apparently supplies the prison system throughout the U.S., sounds coherent on double speed. It's the only time he does. And who calls another adult bri-bri? I don't know, but I'd be careful, Brian. Was he your Uber driver with the crush on you? Are you sure he wasn't? Yeah, that guy was Asian. Kyle and Scani clearly wants a song about him from Brad. Just call him Bitter Kyle from Scani. Do it, Brad. Wow, this guy's really in here messing. Yeah, like, he's directing people. Po- poking the tiger with a stick. Billy from Texas may actually be Billy Gibbons. He clearly has disguised his voice as, and is about to leave ZZ Top and launch his solo career. Lastly, I do love the new topical format when you comment on headlines, but it comes at a huge cost. Poor Fancy's time on your podcast has been reduced by an average of three minutes and 37 seconds since the format switch. We all know less fancy means the overall podcast suffers greatly. Yes. Please fix this immediately. (laughs) Yours truly, Canard in Kansas. As if it wouldn't have been him. Uh, very, hey, we never, very ever well put an Canard end to the show. The hey, we, we are happy with whatever Kate will give us. We don't, we don't cut her short. That's true. That's not on That's us. True. No, definitely. I'm guessing not. she just gets tired of us. That's true. Yeah, she only she gives whatever she's ready to give. Um, speaking of that, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? Okay, so here's a story from uh, the music hemisphere. Yeah. The music world, world. World of music. The world of music. Yeah. A band that I'm not particularly interested in, but um, this is... You too? Kind of tight. Oh. Now, Fish. Corn with, with an, an R backwards? H. Oh, yeah. No, fish. I don't... Uh-huh. I, I, I've said this before. I don't think anyone's interested in them. They just feel nostalgic for drugs. I don't think people yeah, really I, are interested in the music. I don't think I've ever heard a Fish song. I've been to a Fish concert. Cool if I never well, did. Well, if you heard the song, it would I, still be going. It's one of those bands. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, the, very it's like the Grateful Dead, but not the Grateful Dead. Right. Yeah. So apparently they have a long-running Halloween tradition of covering a classic album in its entirety. I've heard this. They'll play like oh, the like, sounds like amazing. the White Album. So fit, or not. What, what, what yeah, classic album? that's one. That's one they've done. They've done the White Album. They do like Bob Marley, right. Exodus. Like they'll come out and play a fucking whole oh my God, album. Sounds awful. So during their concert at Vegas's MGM Grand Arena, they introduce audiences to this is just Halloween past. 
they introduced the audience to um, a band called I Rock, R-O-K-K, the sole album by an obscure Scandinavian prog outfit called Kazvat Vox. I can't believe I didn't buy a ticket. <laughs> an outfit so obscure, in fact, they don't actually exist. Um, what? Right. So Mark, this, this was sounds a, more this like was April fish, Fools. This is a fish stunt. Um, Fish Fish preceded the stunt by leaving breadcrumb trails throughout the internet, like several articles that showed up about the non-existent 1981 cult classic um, on different kind of like music sites, um, including the site of beloved independent radio station WFMU. Oh, To take it a step further, they even snuck a few of the band's song titles into old archived radio playlists. So they really took this all the way. Who's got, who's got the time? I don't know, and I'm not sure what the point can was. You imagine how sad things are if you're you're chasing after fish breadcrumbs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you're go, you're finding the sites. You're like, oh, but I, I hear, feel like that's what fish fans are all hear about. The original song, <laughs> yeah. So they had to sit through. The fans had to sit because Fish is one of those bands, like The Dead, where they play a couple of sets. Right. So I guess it was a fake band that played right. like Fish. That covered fish that is a album. fake band. They're not real, but fish, but so fish played an entire prog rock set from a fictitious band. So they covered oh, yeah, yeah, their that's own what it was. made. A, uh, I would be kind of bummed if I bought a ticket to that, thinking that they were going to play the wide album. And or, everyone was probably on their phones googling I Rock, and they found it. Right, they got a few hits, and they're right. like, "Oh, this is some cool, obscure Scandinavian like, prog band." Like, you're like, "Oh, they might that's play Dark so Side of the Moon." Cool. And then they play this. <laughs> so this yeah, is like not Fish good. trying to do their not best stuff. Um, yeah. Fish sounds pretty I cool. thought Fish broke up. Oh. Apparently Don't not. Don't look to me for that Apparently kind not. of info. Yes. Um, another music story. Yeah. John Mayer may have previously had a rep for being um, – a ladies' man. Uh, speaking of the Grateful Dead, guitar player for right. the Dead and Company, John Mayer, and guy who is known to fuck. yeah, world class. Here are some, here are some, some celebs. He's, he's let's hear the list. He's dated Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Yep. Taylor Swift. Yep. Jennifer Aniston. <sighs> yep. Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Minka Kelly. Wow, <laughs> she's so hot. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh my God, love. <laughs> Back before she went nuts. Um, so he appeared on a. Um, it would be cool if there was like a B the Arthur day. in there, just so like a palate cleanser. He, he I would just do a that. Great yeah, like list there, like Mindy Cohn. <laughs> so he like admitted I, he's he's yeah. hearing Mel more no's than yeses these days. What? If you well, can believe that, uh, he's he said aged I get re- well. He said I get 40s. rejected a lot since I became PR poison for people. Yeah. Um. He said, "At least he has a people sense of humor about aren't himself. really into the idea of hey, I snagged mare." I bet that's not true. Um, I bet that's not true at all. Yeah. That's that's just a way of getting back in. He said, "I actually yeah. find that people not being into me brings me a real level of reality into my life." Whereas when I was in my early 20s, where I couldn't really miss, I really kind of abused that. Yeah. Now that's out of the question. Yeah, interesting. Kathy Bates. So he recalls um, going to an Oscar party a couple of years ago and seeing Scarlett Johansson and thinking to himself, she has that. zero interest in me. Yeah. And it was freeing for him. Yeah. I mean, she's with fucking oh, Colin Yost. Worst guy. Yeah. Horrible. Yes. 
Um, but I think when you get a bit of a reputation like him, right, right. if you have a profile, you know that he's not going to do you any favors. Right. You don't want to be linked. To isn't him. that what happened right. to the uh, the guy in the seventies show? Ashton. Oh, Wilmer yeah. Valderrama. He had a pretty good track yeah. record, right? Yeah, because he had Lohan and. Um, his thing was though he was getting them all when they were like seventeen. He pulled a which yeah. is yeah, a very young babe. <laughs> a little creepy. Oh, he was he was going uh, bail. So just get him off the bus. Yeah. This article made him sound yep. a little humble, but then he finishes it with, "I won't name names, so it's someone famous." Yeah. But not so long ago, I gave a girl my number, and she said, "I probably won't use it." And he said, "I actually think it's awesome too because I would have ruined her." Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, well so much still, for the humble, huh? Still got that BDE. And then um, on the podcast, he admitted that he had um, slept. He admitted to sleeping with, quote, less than 500 women. Well, there's one thing I have in common with John Mayer. Right. Both of us, both of us have slept. Which the the podcast just under um, 500 women said she asked initially if his number was over 500. Of course it is. Sorry, over 800. Of course it is. And he said no, and then she said then five hundred two. He admitted, okay, it's less than five hundred. Yeah, he's which lying. means it's, he's lying. Yeah, you know, you know, you have fucked a lot when you got to lie down. When you got to be like, no, 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 it's way fewer than five hundred. I mean, I could do the math on that, John Mayer, and uh, uh, it's it's more than that. But good for you. Way way to be humble. Anything else, Kate? Yeah. Um, Let's not make Kennard angry. Let's give him his full. Don't say anything I'm else. To, they don't think you're rushing her. Trying to refresh my my page. My computer's doing something weird. But anyway, oh, no. so um, I want you to guys to guess who people have named sexiest man alive. Go. I already know, so I'll, I'll bow out. Well, I to me, I mean, they can't just keep giving it to Clooney, right? Even if he's getting old. No, no. I no. think I'll once, give you, like, I think so, once you get it once, that's I mean, it. Yeah. So no, last I feel like year every was, year it's fucking Adam Levine. Last year it was Blake Shelton. Well, I mean, so Not now sexy. they should just that's cancel insane. the award. That's insane. That's what I think. That's crazy. But this year they actually might have hit the nail on the okay, head. Let, okay. Let me think. Well, I can. I can. Ed Daly. Also, I'll give you a big hint. Dudes. Ed, not white. Not white. Not, white? not a white okay. person. Hot black guy. Oh. Stringer Hot Bell. Black Guy was on a very popular, very cool TV Stringer show. Stringer Bell, right? Yeah, That's right. Stringer. Idris how Elba. Is he, how, mm-hmm. he didn't win the war, award before Blake fucking Shelton? That's I know. Crazy. That's crazy. That's what? Crazy. What planet? I know. That's crazy. Yeah, well, good job. Um, well, good for him. I wonder I wonder if his number is 500 or more. He's a DJ, um, too. So, I think he's married. He is married. He's got a couple of kids from a couple of different relationships. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. One's like 16 and one's like four. Yeah. Good for the him. problem is they keep stringing out the bonds. So he would be a great James yeah. Bond, but he's going to be like, he's going to be too old by the time they film a new one. Yeah. Well, he's, first, he's beautiful and black don't crack. The first sexiest man alive in 1985. Hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> Lee Majors. Tom Cruise. No. <laughs> oh. No. 85. Hold on. 85. Don't tell me. Bob Euchre. 19, 1985. You're never oh, going to get it. Oh, of course. You probably read it. No, it's fucking Tom Selleck. No. The most beautiful right. man ever to live. Heart no. to heart. Just let me say, you're not going to guess. Bob? Then 29-year-old. Rob Lowe. Mel Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, Mel Gibson. Oh. 
Or more beautiful on the inside. Yeah. Peak of his powers. Okay, so moving on. Let's go to my main story. Salaries of TV's top stars have been oh, revealed. I love this this kind of shit. The state of California recently barred employers this year from asking prospective workers how much money they made in previous jobs. Um, so this new law was designed to redress wage disparity. Um, women and minority, sorry, women and minorities obviously pay less than white men at early career stages, um, and that pay gap tends to stick with workers. Um, through their careers. Um, a lot of actors, um, what they get paid is based on their quote, and their quote is yeah, the, what they were paid on their last job. Number, yeah. In Hollywood, you can find this out a little better, but did anyone ever tell the truth yes. when asked that question? You just go everyone up like 30 paid. Yeah, yes. of course. Um, so here are the, some of the highest paid people Okay, at the let's moment. hear this. Let's hear this. Javier Bardem for an untitled series on Amazon. Um, 1.2 so million an episode. Per episode? Per episode. For Amazon. See, but those are Jesus. But they're probably yeah. like six six um Yeah, those are those aren't 22 episode seasons. I can't still. wait to watch whatever it is. I love that dude. He's amazing. Reese Witherspoon untitled Oh, she's um, on that like uh untitled drama coming up um on Apple. So Not there's, the a, there's HBO a, show? Apple's Apple's launching its own streaming service, yeah. and they've got a it's show that's got like Aniston, Steve Carell, Witherspoon, Carell. It's like yeah. all big stars in it. She's getting one point one million. Um, this shit blew my mind because this show is straight up trash, but tons of people watch it. Yeah. Norman Reedus, The Walking Dead, one million an episode. That's a, that's basic cable, and he and he does the same thing every episode. Uh, and that isn't and that an ensemble since, like, show? Like, do people one. tune in for Norman yeah. Reedus? I think he's the star. I thought it was the redhead I think, dude. I think no. I think he I mean, I, I stopped after season Rick. one, so I can't. Yeah, same here. Um, and then um, Julia Roberts for Homecoming, which um, Brian and I just started cool. watching on the mm, weekend. It's good. Yeah, I th- mm. I I like it because I think it's building to something, yeah. but it's kind of one of those you got to get to the third episode. Yeah, like shit needs to happen. How about the dude from soon. Making a Murder? Is he high paid? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Stephen Avery? Stephen Avery. I didn't do it. Yeah. He might not have done it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see her. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen yeah. it. I don't know. I didn't do it. <laughs> um, Julia's getting 600000 an episode for that mm-hmm. show. Jennifer Aniston, um, the same drama on Apple as we- Reese Witherspoon, $1.1 1. 1 as well. Yeah, 1.1. 1. 1. And Steve Carell's only getting 600000 well, for that he, same show. he's not on it as much. Um, Sandra Oh, 100000 an episode, a lot what? less for Killing Eve, which I heard was a great show. Yeah, that's a that's a BBC, though, right? They made yeah. some good, uh, speaking um, of Idris Elba, Luther was a, a good BBC show. Check that out on Netflix. Oh. Yeah. Elizabeth right. Moss, Handmaid's Tale, is getting a million an episode. Yeah, that's a big hit. So they're on into Michelle, season three. Michelle got really into it, and she forced me to watch one. She's like, "You're gonna love it," and I watched it and thought, "Life is so fucking depressing as it is. This just made yeah. me sadder." So no, I'm not. It's a good. It's good if you want to be bummed out. Right. If you want, if yeah, you want a picture, I actually can't get enough. If you want a picture, shit, so. <laughs> Mike Pence's utopia. Right. That's what I felt like. Handmaid's this is what's, what is, that is scary sure. that it's happening. Yeah. Where um, women are a commodity. All these little kids in this show, Riverdale. Um, yeah. What is that? It's Archie comics. Yeah. Yeah, but like kind of like 
R-rated. I saw right. one of them um, on Colbert the other night. It's the kid from, uh, from like that movie Big Daddy. It was like these twins. Now he's yeah. playing Jughead. The Sandler. Yeah. Oh, shut up. You know who's you know who's Jughead's dad is. Uh, They've talked about it. Luke, beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah, Luke. That's not who I'm thinking of though. It's uh, Mark Consuelos. Oh wow. Oh yeah. So these kids are all getting forty grand wow. an episode, which is pretty good money. Yeah, that's good um, money. But starting at your career. Thing is, you got to pay the, all those agents, like taxes, um, agents. Millie Bobby Brown, the star of Stranger Things. Yes. Three hundred fifty k. That's pretty good money for a twelve-year-old. Well, she's fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Um, so yeah, I made when I, I was made three dollars and fifty um, cents an hour when I was fifteen. I think. Yeah, I made four twenty-five. I worked as oh, uh, this Kelly, this Kelly Clarkson for every episode of The Voice. Five, oh, five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's uh, that's good money. And you go, hey, that that was good. Good job. Yeah, like that's your that's the extent of your job. Really, hey, hey, you know this what? Isn't the last I felt like you could have. <laughs> yeah, your voice kind of broke up on that last verse. Probably wasn't your song. Maybe picking a no, different I'm song. I'm sure we'll next see time. you again. Goodbye. We'll never see you again. <laughs> Maybe on a cruise ship. <laughs> I picture all those people being cruise ship singers. Right. Event like that's the level of talent that they get. <laughs> um. Any anything else, Kate? Any more? Um. My last bit of TV news. Yeah. Um. Wheel of Fortune, back for its 40th season. Fucking Hangman. Four zero. It's a trash show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Jeopardy, back for its 39th season. No, and, and uh, uh, Trebek, re-upped. He's got, he's yeah. got a few more years yeah. now. He's like 78. I didn't realize he, he was that old. He just beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah, and uh, that was a, uh, yeah, in a hotel yeah. hall. Someone tried to rob his hotel room. Viral. He lit him up. The yeah. executive producer, Harry Friedman, for both shows, um, it must be so rich. Oh, yeah. By now. These are Merv yeah. Griffin productions. You know why they did Jeopardy? Okay, all a little trivia for you. Jeopardy, oh. when he first came up with the concept, you, you remember that movie Quiz Show where there was it was like based on a real scandal? Yeah. Well, so they kept saying, yep. mm-hmm. well, we can't have these quiz shows anymore because people aren't going to go for it. So he said, what if we give them the answers? And people have to come up with the questions. And wow. that's how it happened. Merv Griffin. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This Pat Sajak on Wheel what of Fortune. What a no talent. He was, a, he was the fucking local weatherman here in at Channel 4 in L.A. He was, he was like a failed stand-up comic. And that's what a lot of these weathermen, that's how you ended up as a weatherman. And then he was doing double duty where he was the weatherman and the host of Wheel of Fortune, and now he's just the richest motherfucker around from 40 years yeah. of Wheel of Fortune. Just playing Hangman. It's a crap show. You think he, it's terrible. You think you think he ever got any cracks at... Uh, no. At no, Hannah? because he was always... She always kept her distance. I oh, did... There was, a, there was an era where I was coming of oh, age I that so. I watched that show. And he probably tried. Yeah. Vanna wasn't too bad back yeah. in the day. I certainly. She's, she's I wonder if well Alex Trebek or who's the host again of Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak will have a me any Me Too moment. Oh, would have happened by now, you'd think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, is that it, Kate? That's it. All right, excellent job. Sorry, Kennard, if that wasn't enough time for you. We did our best. Um, excellent job all the way around. You're pretty fucking good. Kate McManus. 
Great job. Ed Daly. Thank you. Excellent work, Kate. Fantastic work. So happy to be here. Uh, for those two people, Kate and Ed, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 242 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next Goodbye. week. Bye. CBLS, hell yes, the lifestyle's baller. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Plus, you know there's Kate with a C, but she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud, comments, conductors, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TB. The lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all of us.